How do you improve SEO performance when there are so many factors that can make a big difference to how effective it is? Because the answer to this question isn't always clear, companies spend a lot of time and huge amounts of money each year to improve and optimize their SEO. Unfortunately, many who do get started on their SEO spend far too much time focusing on the minutiae instead of making meaningful changes. And this can set them back months, costing them both money and customers at the same time. But by using a scorecard to measure and track the areas that contribute to improved SEO performance, we've been able to prioritize actions that drive meaningful growth in trials and demos for our clients. By not focusing on vanity metrics like search volume or traffic, we're able to regularly improve ROI for our clients' investment in SEO. In this episode, we'll cover the common pitfalls companies fall into when approaching SEO, why we take a different approach to most agencies and in-house teams, how we drive improve ROI on SEO for our clients with an SEO scorecard. And if you are struggling to get results from your SEO, you should schedule a free SaaS scale session to find out how we can help you hit the ground running. Just go to poweredbysearch.com forward slash assessment. That's poweredbysearch.com forward slash assessment. I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm gonna talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. One of the first things that any company or agency will do when they approach their SEO is to conduct an initial audit on the existing performance. Now, that is an important step. It allows you to gauge where you are and make key decisions about what could be improved. However, an issue that our clients have come up against in the past when running it in-house or with a different agency is that that audit often takes four to six weeks before any meaningful data has actually been collected or presented. And that's because the audit is being done as an in-depth technical analysis covering as much detail as possible. Teams tend to analyze every web page, every piece of content, and everything in between. Now that approach might be thorough, but six weeks is an absurd amount of time to spend not taking any action, and it sets the whole strategy back unnecessarily. It's also, unfortunately, largely redundant. The massive audits like that are rarely looked at by clients because this amount of data is overwhelming and difficult to consume. That means you'll often find yourself six weeks into the project and without much progress to show for that time or money investment. The root cause of this is that SaaS marketers accept the common myth that SEO takes months before you see any meaningful improvement in performance or conversion. Now, when you buy into that narrative, six weeks doesn't seem like that big a deal. But luckily, the narrative is false. You can see solid returns on your SEO strategy within just a few weeks. And we have an entire article about how to make early SEO wins happen in that time frame. You can see on our website and in the accompanying blog post, I've linked out to it. Just link us in the show notes. Now, once you understand that, you can see how six weeks on just the initial audits is just way too long and could prove to be very costly in the long run as you see competitive advantage. 
Another big mistake that companies make when trying to improve their SEO is prioritizing vanity metrics over everything else. Now, putting too much focus on keyword rankings, domain authority, low quality traffic, etc., can give you a very skewed view of how you're actually doing. Especially if you focus on keywords that aren't specifically relevant to your business. And you'd be amazed at how often people come to us having done that in the past. Paying too much attention to metrics like that often causes SaaS marketers to take the wrong strategy, going after the broadest terms with the highest search volume and focusing on the top of the funnel. And look, this really can feel like a solid approach, but it's rarely where you should be spending your time and energy. There's a massive amount of competition and conversion rates on this kind of content tend to be depressingly low. It's a super inefficient approach. By ignoring long tail keywords and the rest of the funnel, you'll ultimately be left with a vague SEO strategy that just won't pay off in the long run. That's not to say that search volume and relevance isn't important though. It's just that you should focus instead on the keyword intent. Then you can create copy and content that directly addresses your customer's pain points and build a strategy around what they're actually wanting to achieve. By helping build awareness and solving your visitors' pain points with content, they're a lot more likely to convert into paying customers for your SaaS. How to build a scorecard into your SEO program and drive impressive results from SEO. At Powered by Search, instead of trying to capture as much data as possible or focus on vanity metrics, we only focus on the things that drive meaningful and measurable results. Not only does this speed up the process, but it also makes it easier for us to create a long-term strategy that works. And that strategy comes in four parts, and it's allowed us to avoid common pitfalls that we talked about earlier and get impressive results for our clients. It goes like this. One, measure progress with scorecards, not to-do lists. Two, set up a scoring system that identifies strategic opportunities. Three, prioritize high-impact actions. And four, invest in compounding improvements in performance. Let's look at each of those. And by the way, in this episode, I will refer to images that are in the accompanying blog post. Again, that link to the blog post is in the show notes of this episode. First, measure progress with scorecards, not to-do lists. Instead of carrying out a four to six week audit covering every nook and cranny at the start or overanalyzing vanity metrics, We use an SEO scorecard to make it quick and easy to measure SEO. This scorecard covers the key areas for driving SEO improvement and allows us to track progress and performance over time by grading how the site is performing in each of those categories. The first category is all about looking at the elements on your existing pages and analyzing how well they're optimized for SEO. That includes things like your content, BOFU keywords, and linking structure. Now, all of this is important because your on-page SEO has a direct impact on how well search engines will be able to identify relevant information and show your pages to the right audience. Here are some of the checks that we carry out and the examples of the kinds of questions we ask for each. Bottom of funnel keyword mapping. How well do your current feature pages generate traffic from commercial terms and how do you compare to others? Bottom funnel keyword gaps. Are there any relevant keywords that your competitors target that you don't? 
Remember, we're not looking for volume here. We're looking for relevancy and awareness indication. On-page optimization and content depth. Do your title tags, headings, and content target the right commercial terms? And how well do you rank for each? Internal linking structure. How well do you structure the links between your own pages? Where are the obvious opportunities for improving internal linking? Content refreshing. Are there any pages that rank between 3rd and 15th that could be refreshed to improve ranking? Content de-indexing and consolidation. Are there any pieces of content that generate minimal traffic and conversion that could be removed or consolidated to free up crawl budget? Next up, content marketing strategy. And here, we evaluate what content can be added to improve your site's SEO. If a company already has content on its site, we look at how it's performing and whether there are any improvement areas. And if a site hasn't invested in content strategy previously, we focus on how we can implement our SaaS authority architecture. Again, an amazing episode of this podcast and an accompanying blog post in the archives here to improve the likelihood that good fit prospects turn into trial and demo signups. Now, it's important to do this because you want to cover the needs of people at different stages of the funnel to maximize your chances of being seen by your target customers. These are the types of content that we check for. Roundup buying guides, direct comparison pages, alternative pages, integrations pages, and FAQ sections on pages. If the site already has solution-aware content, we will also check the internal linking structure to see if there's a sufficient internal linking profile between these pages and your problem-aware and problem-unaware content to help drive buyers along the awareness journey. And also, bonus points, to help Google better index the site. Now, when we start working on a client's site, there'll often be major technical issues that could be having a negative impact on the site's SEO. This is important because if a search engine detects these issues during a crawl, it'll harm their ability to rank for terms that will generate leads for their business. Some of those technical checks that we carry out, internal error pages. Are there any internal errors, so 404s, 400s, or broken links across the site? Indexability. Are search engines able to easily add the right pages to their indexes? Redirects. Do redirects go to the right pages and are they set up as 301 redirects? That's a best practice for SEO in many times. And keyword cannibalization. Are you damaging your SEO by having different content that ranks for the same search terms? Having a good experience, good user experience we're talking about here, isn't just great for your website visitors. It's also great for search performance because search engines take into consideration how easy your site is to navigate. Having great UX is critical to achieving strong SEO performance. So some of the UX checks that we carry out in the scorecard are pages following conversion rate optimization best practices? Is the content following the standards outlined in our SaaS authority architecture? Again, link in the show notes. Page speed. Are your current pages loading fast enough measured using Google's search console? And then we know that Google looks at backlinks as a vote of confidence in a site's content. Backlinks from high-quality websites indicate authoritative content. Backlinks from low-quality websites tend to matter less, but they're still important. 
So our scorecard looks at the quality and the quantity of backlinks pointing to the website, in particular to key landing pages, and measures it in relation to the competition. This is important because backlinks allow you to compete for the core commercial terms in your industry, and you should be focusing on establishing authority to outrank your competition. The second stage is to set up a scoring system that identifies strategic opportunities. Not all SEO work is equally beneficial or easy. Our scorecards use a scoring system that combines impact, effort, and initial grade, so how a client is performing already, to identify strategic opportunities for SEO. From this, we can then create an initial roadmap that will quickly allow us to improve the site's SEO. The impact score represents how much difference any given check is likely to have on the site's SEO performance. And when filling in the scorecard, we give each area a score of low, medium, or high, depending on how much impact we think a change is likely to have. Similarly, the effort score represents how much effort, obviously, is required to fix any issues and improve the grade, also scored using a low, medium, and high. For example, fixing pages to follow CRO, that's conversion rate optimization, best practices would have a high impact on SEO because of the user experience boost. But because it doesn't require too much work, it might also be marked as low effort. It depends on the change. As well as scoring each check by impact and effort, we also give letter grades, similar to school grades, each time we run through the scorecard to represent how well our client is doing on each point. This is not only making it easy to see how our clients are performing at a glance for anyone in the client's company, but it also makes it easier to track improvements every time we run through it. For example, an A grade means the site meets the criteria and there's not much else you need to do. B, the site is close, but there's still room for improvement. And C, the site isn't meeting expectations and a lot of work is required to improve. Next stage is to prioritize high impact actions. Now, generally running through this scorecard will unearth a lot of opportunities to improve SEO investment. So it's important to create a plan of action that outlines the improvements that we're going to focus on. This will likely be a combination of quick wins and a long-term content creation strategy. Quick wins can be done off the back of running through the SEO scorecard, and they tend to make a big impact with minimal effort. Those actions tend to be marked with a low effort score on the scorecard. It's easy to overlook those things in favor of the bigger SEO strategy, the bigger items. But we've carried out these changes for our clients and seen some really impressive results, so they are worth spending time on. Here's some quick examples. De-indexing blog posts that aren't relevant to search intent. Adding internal links to features and benefits pages on relevant blog posts. Creating competitor comparison pages and adding depth to features and benefits pages. Beyond the quick wins, we'll prioritize the rest of the changes and create a long-term SEO strategy. To do this, we use the impact, effort, and the grades from the scorecard, along with the SaaS authority architecture and our buyer awareness matrix to decide the best approach for both the near and the long-term. We go into this in more detail in our long-term SEO playbook article. It's important though to continue to review your SEO health and performance on a regular basis. Our SEO scorecard is an easy way to track performance and reflect on the improvements made so far. Because SEO performance gains tend to compound over time, 
running through the scorecard on a quarterly basis makes a lot of sense. This not only keeps companies on track, but it also makes it easy to keep stakeholders informed of any improvements made. Let's bring this all together. It's easy to get swept up by all the blogs and tweets about vanity metrics and the perception that SEO is a super slow process. But as you've heard here, the reality is vastly different. By utilizing the SEO scorecard, you can quickly start making improvements and get a clear view of how you're progressing. You can also ensure that your content strategy is working in parallel with your SEO priorities and that you're addressing issues proactively. If you fill in the scorecard, create your strategy and repeat, you'll be in a great position to continuously improve how your site ranks on search engines. And don't forget, schedule a free SaaS scale session to learn how we can help you create your content plan and measure your SEO performance, driving improvement over time. Just go to poweredbysearch.com forward slash assessment. That's poweredbysearch.com forward slash assessment. And I'll see you next time. Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at I am Mark Thomas. That's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, and connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.